What's up, everyone? This is the Trumpet of Truth podcast, episode number five of our 15 for 15 mini-series. Welcome Um, back, everybody. (laughs) Last time we talked about the... um, We're going to talk about the seven churches in Revelation. We got through the first three, so let's pick up where we left off. Yep. All right. So last week we did the first three churches, which was Ephesus... Smyrna and Pergamos. Now we're going to do... Pergamos. It says Pergamos on Google. <laughs> Pergamos. Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea is what's up tonight. We'll see how far we get. So we're going to start Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest the woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols." fornication not fornication (laughs) and i gave her space to repent of her fornication and she repented not behold i will cast her into a bed and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation except they repent of their deeds and i will kill her children with death and all the churches shall know that i am he which searcheth the reins and hearts and i will give unto every one of you according to your works Turn the page. But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which ye already hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works until the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father." And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Yeah, so again, um, Thyatira, he acknowledges like the good things that they do. Um, you know, their their works and their charity and service and faith and patience. Um, and how they are good stewards too because they let the last be more than the first. You know, mm-hmm. it's a real basic teaching in the gospel. So he's acknowledging all the good things that they're doing, but... They suffer from the Jezebel spirit in the church. Mm-hmm. That um, woman Jezebel. That woman Jezebel, yeah. We know that spirit all too well today in America. It's the it's the uh, sexual immorality. It's the perversion that's crept into the pews. And, you know, Jesus clearly connects this type of fornication with basically satanic worship. Yeah. The depths of the, Satan is yeah, what this doctrine is. Yeah, the depths of, Sa- of Satan as they speak. They don't even know the depths of, of Satan that they speak. So, you know, Christ is saying, this is really vile and disgusting. I'm disgusted with this. Yeah. You're doing all these great things, but you're perverted. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know a lot of examples. You well, know. and not only did Jezebel do these things, but she she acted like she was a prophetess and brought all these people in under her, you know, teachings of fornication and sacrificing stuff to idols and corrupted the church i mean yeah just like we see it all the time i mean in the southern baptist convention you have a a sex scandal yeah going on you know so i mean there's all sorts of just crazy nonsense out there and but notice that jesus gave um jezebel and the people 
of her likeness as space to repent, and they mm-hmm. didn't. So, yeah. with that being said, he's like, "Okay, I'm done with you, cutting you off, throwing you in your bed with right. Satan, and I'm done. Yep, repent." So, anyway, that's the Church of Thyatira. Yep. All right, moving on to chapter three, Church in Sardis. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest, and art dead. Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die, for I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received, and heard, and hold fast, and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch i will come on thee as a thief and thou shalt not know what hour i will come upon thee thou hast a few names even in sardis which have not defiled their garments and they shall walk with me in white for they are worthy he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment and i will not blot out his name out of the book of life but i will confess his name before my father and before his angels he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches yeah not a whole lot there for sardis Um, (laughs) I mean, I think it's pretty big, though. Yeah. I mean, he's saying, like, you have a reputation that you guys are alive and living, and everyone else thinks you're living, but you're dead. And yeah. all the things that you do have are currently dying, and you need to, it's like a wake-up call. Like, you need to stop right now what you're doing, repent, turn from it, and remember what I taught you in the beginning. Because <laughs> you're yeah. about ready to die, and I'm about ready to blot your name out of the, the book of life. Like, that's huge. <laughs> yeah, they, they look the part, they play the part, but they're not the part. Right. Mhm. Kind of like a last warning call, like you oh, said. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. It's intended as an urgent spiritual wake up call. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a yeah, sleeping church. We know a lot of sleepy churches around here. Yeah. You can walk in and a third of the congregation is slouched over on their wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> Selling logs asleep. Yeah. We know a lot like that. And too. you might, you know, see that person out, out in the community and think that oh their church is you know alive and well and but it's not but it's spiritually dead so wake a yep. call to sardis there's no laying hands on the sick there's no casting out demons casting out demons. there's nothing nothing spiritual like that. anything yep. yep all right philadelphia yeah, we're moving quick okay um chapter three verse seven church in philadelphia and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, that no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews, and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon them the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. There's a couple things that I want to point out. I love. <laughs> we talked about this in the uh, podcast that we did last week about it's so awesome to see how Jesus is described <laughs> in, yeah. in the beginning of all the letters. And I like that um, some people misconstrue the key of David as this magical key that you're supposed to have. But guys, that's just describing Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it, these things saith he that is holy, 
he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. He's clearly talking about himself. He's clearly talking about Jesus. <laughs> like in, before yeah. that, in to the church of uh, Thyatira, he's described as he who hath the eyes like unto a flame of fire, and like feet that are like fine brass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's really interesting to see how he describes himself. And just you know, just saying, go to the Sardis. He is the. Uh, so he that says the spirits of God and the seven stars. Okay, so it doesn't actually doesn't, describe Jesus yeah, in that one. Yeah, that one. Yep. But it's interesting to see how some little small thing can be misconstrued. I mean, there's a whole like cult out there that thinks you're supposed to have the key of David to get into heaven, and it's not even. Yeah, that's really <laughs> it's taken not even out of biblical context. at all. <laughs> so, um, so Philadelphia, this church, they're little in strength, maybe potentially little in numbers. A new church. And he's saying, you know, you have kept... It's an, yeah, it's an encouragement. Yeah, you've kept my word. You haven't denied my name. Like, keep going. I am the one who opens and shut doors. I am the one who holds the key. Like, just because you're little and don't have a lot of strength or numbers does not mean that you're going to fall to the synagogue. You know, you're going to yeah, fall to these Was people. Philadelphia like a... Um, was it in a high Jewish, like, um, area? Like, a lot of Jews there? Because it says that, you know, behold, I'll make them yeah, the synagogue says, of Satan, which they say they're Jews it was and are 40, not. It was 40 miles southeast of Sardis, and it has extra biblical evidence, so things outside of the Bible, like historical records that show that there was a Jewish community in the city. And it, it yeah. seems similar to Smyrna, where they yeah, had... Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, Smyrna was surrounded by Jewish people in and yeah. all out throughout the land that they were, they were in, so they, you know, the Jewish crowd was harder on the new church than right. any of the crowd really and i w- just was curious yeah, if philadelphia mm-hmm. was surrounded kind of like uh smyrna was yeah and that makes sense because you know there's no hurt like church hurt yeah you know you can be really hurt by the people who claim to be you know good christian people and right. you know they're dead on the inside oh yeah just like the pharisees <laughs> killed <Yeah>. jesus <laughs> they thought they knew more about so that's interesting yeah these are some of the same Jewish people here talked about in this passage as we read about in the last podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he calls them the synagogue of Satan there too. <laughs> so. Well, it's because, you know. They are. Yeah. Satan entered Judas Iscariot. Yeah. And he betrayed Jesus. You know, if you th- think that there wasn't any sort of satanic influence in crucifying Christ in yeah. the crowds, not, you know. Not that Satan has power over Jesus. No, but, but definitely was like, yeah. Yeah, you know, do, it, do it, do it. Do it, Yeah. It. <laughs> he thought, I mean, death rejoiced as though heaven had lost when Jesus was crucified, but little did they know. Yeah, part of the plan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> okay, verse 14. This is a really, really good letter to a church. Okay, church to Laodicea. And we looked that one up on Google, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Verse 14. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen. The faithful and true witness. Can I add something real quick to Philadelphia? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, real quick, we've heard a, a pastor say one time, like, if you don't steward what God has given you well oh, yeah. enough in your church or in your uh, congregation, fellowship, whatever, your group of friends, your family, if you don't steward the gift well or what he's given you, he'll take it away and, and give it to someone else down the road or someone else that will be a better steward of it. And this is kind of like an encouraging letter. Like, I know you're little. I know you're small but you're doing good things and keep it up because I'm mm-hmm. opening doors that no one can shut. I'm doing things that no person can undo. Yeah. Like there's a move with Thank you God. guys. 
keep going. No matter how big, no small. Yeah. So I just they were to... stewarding what they had well. Right, right, right. Yeah. I just thought I'd add that real quick before we moved on. For sure. Yeah, I like that. Um, verse 14, I'll start. These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Ooh. I know thy works that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou work cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou may be rich and white raiment that thou may be clothed and that the shame of the nakedness does not appear and anoint thine eyes with thy salve. That thou may see, as many as I love and I rebuke and chasten, be zealous therefore and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Yeah, Laodicea, I think, in my opinion, um, embodies the modern day church the mm-hmm. most they're just lukewarm there's there's no mood i mean we, we have it way too easy you know yeah everyone us included you know we have everything just we're so spoiled you know mm-hmm. we're so spoon-fed and, we, and that's basically what he's saying you've got so much money and you don't need anything and you think you have all these things put your dead on the inside you're yep. lukewarm there's no move you don't lay hands on the sick you don't cast out demons you don't do anything you don't prophesy you know, nothing. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, something that really hit us a couple months ago is when we realized, not that we hadn't already, but we kind of, it was like a big realization that we are, you know, terrible, sinful, awful people. There's no, no good man here on earth. And that's what they were missing. They didn't even realize they were wretched or miserable. So how could they need Jesus? You yeah, know, like their, their attitudes and yeah, just like kind of who they were being their day to day was just like a lost person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just, they had the resources, they had the money to do Mm -hmm. great things, but they weren't doing anything. They were just kind of sitting on their hands, you know, and, Oh, this is great. Okay. Time to do me. Right. It's very lukewarm. and, And it's interesting that Jesus says that, I would rather you be cold or hot. I don't know about you, but I hate cold. Yeah. You know, so I'd rather be lukewarm than cold physically for him to say that, you know, it would be cold or scolding hot than lukewarm. It's nauseating to me. I want to vomit you out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, in those days, lukewarm water was useful or useless. useless. Yeah. So that's why he describes that as lukewarm. Mm -hmm. But um, I think. We are witnessing lukewarm churches all over America. Yeah. You know, especially around here. Yep. Get in, get out. Pastor watches the time. Right. Altar call. No one comes. Two slow songs, one fast song. Got to beat the Episcopalians. Yeah, got to beat the the other church going people to the Chinese buffet. Yeah. You know, it's just really, um, honestly, it's unbiblical. Yeah. Definitely you know, not New Testament. Book definitely of Acts, not church. New Testament. <laughs> and churches are more concerned with how many people they can get on their membership log than they are about baptizing people or saving souls. Yeah. Reaching the lost people, feeding the hungry, laying hands on the sick, casting out demonic spirits, stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're more concerned with how many people we can put on the registry. 
Yeah. And it's interesting to me, Jesus says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous and therefore repent. So he's saying, I'm calling you out on it. You know? Yeah. I'm, and if you're going to, like, if you're going to be anything, be bold in whatever you'd be. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, he's always saying, be zealous. Like, just, like, that's what it, that's what it means to be lukewarm. Like, you just yeah. don't have an, well, I feel like, well, I don't really have an opinion. I think every day, every day is a Friday. And, Fence rider-ish. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very lukewarm. Like, dude, pick a side. Like, yeah be zealous about something have some passion mm-hmm. you know be bold like that's what he wants hot yeah. or cold yeah. <laughs> you know cold being lost and hot being on fire for god he wants hot he wants hot yeah but he's saying like you're neither yeah you're bleh, <laughs> you know <laughs> but that i think obviously all this was important but that yeah that last church is big yeah it's big it's mm-hmm. really big and it's one that strikes a accord for me yeah and this letter is you know for those lukewarm people and those churches out there he's saying repent you know yeah and if you if you go to a church that like the pastor watches the clock they do the same thing every single sunday um there's no one getting baptized there's no conversions there's no testimonies being told it's just like the same thing maybe we do a series every now and then and (laughs) like you don't see a move of god like it's probably because that church is lukewarm yeah and it's time to move on it's either time to wake them up and try and make them hot again or move on yeah yeah because I, I will say you don't want jesus to vomit you out of his mouth <laughs> that's like the worst thing <laughs> it's pretty disgusting oh yeah mm-hmm. so be zealous be bold stand for something you know stand for for christ and for god and yeah don't just stand for something stand for christ yeah <laughs> And be bold in it and don't be afraid like you know just like he told the the church of um was it philadelphia and yeah. smyrna like don't be afraid like if, if god's on your side he's gonna shut doors and open doors and keep people away and drive people out and mm-hmm. and keep you from the hour of temptation like just put your trust in him yep. pray for a move of god love it got anything else to add um i love um if you go back through and do kind of your own study of the churches in revelation take a look at like at the end of each letter how he describes like if you hold fast if you repent if you do these things what your guys's reward what our reward is going to be like in this sorry in this last um letter to laodicea he says to him that overcometh will i grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He's inviting us to yeah. sit on his throne. Yeah, and that's with a him. promise. That's a promise. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but you know, there are never promises that aren't that Jesus doesn't keep. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> fulfill every promise that every he makes. Promise, so yeah. like he gives you you're doing this good. Here's your problem, here's how you fix it, and here's what the your results reward, yeah. the rewards mm-hmm. of said fixed problem. Yeah. So there's the hope right you know what i mean absolutely yay all right we did it we did all the churches in revelation a little longer than 15 minutes yeah, but it's okay you guys you guys hang in there with us <laughs> all right jacob would you close us in prayer sure heavenly father thank you for your word thank you for this platform to read your word and to go through it with my wife and everyone listening and I pray that um, you just change heart, change hearts, change minds, and change lives, Lord. And we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night. Stay in the Word. Mm-hmm.